The scripture for this morning comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 10, verses 13 through 16. People were bringing little children to him in order that he might touch them, and the disciples spoke sternly to them. But when Jesus saw this, he was indignant and said to them, let the little, little children come to me. Do not stop them, for it is to such as these that the kingdom of God belongs. Truly, I tell you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will never enter it. And he took them up in his arms, laid his hands on them, and blessed them. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. be seated. At this point in my life and in the life of my wife, um, we do not have any kids. And that is a great thing in some ways because I can give them back <laughs> when I play with them. But one of the things that I do love when it comes to kids uh, is being in conversation with some of our littlest members, our youngest members, I have a tendency within those conversations to come up with, you know, whatever it may be that we're talking about and to exaggerate things a little bit, okay? Where, you know, some of our preschoolers that... Um, are here during chapel, you know, I'll talk to them throughout the week and sometimes they'll tell me about different events and so then I start like exaggerating and, and building excitement whether they be talking about um, maybe some candy that their, their parents got them and I'll just look at them and be like, and it was so good, wasn't it? And just go on and on uh, or they're telling me about, uh, you know, different things that they're going to get to do and talking about how awesome and how great it is and how, you know, you have to be so big and so tall or, you know, whatever the conversation goes. And so I get them riled up a little bit. The preschool teachers sometimes don't let me into the room when things are a little <laughs> calm because of my tendency to get them riled up, excited, um, because kids have this wonderful joy for life. That sometimes we as adults, as those who are a little more seasoned in life, we lose sight of, um, that we, we struggle to, to regain at times. And so I love having conversations and playing with kids because of that joy, because of that excitement. And as I was um, reading the scripture this week, I, I have had moments within my uh, life where I have struggled mightily with this because my logical brain says, well, does that mean as I get older that like I, I don't get to be a part of God's kingdom? Because that's how I read it sometimes, okay? And I'm not going to say that that's right. Actually, I'm going to 
try to say, hopefully, here in this space why uh, logical read needs to be thrown out the side of the window because he's wrong. Um, but I do. I've struggled with this, but I read it more and more, and, and I just continue to think about the kids. I continue to think about their love for life. So we're going we're gonna to kind of zoom out a little bit. We're going to continue on our sermon series of taking uh, all of these scriptures that we've read over the last couple of weeks and kind of zooming out and seeing a little bit of a bigger picture. Not taking things as literal, uh, not taking things kind of, um, you know, so micro, but really more at a macro level, got it out, um, because one of the things when I really think about uh, what is going on right here, I, I definitely would be like the disciples, okay? I'll go ahead and admit it. Because we're talking about Jesus here, and who knows where the kids have been. I don't want them to get sick, or get the kids to get Jesus sick. You know, who knows uh, what food that they have gotten into. So they might have sticky hands and all of this. And so I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa calm down, like I would be very much as the disciples were, where they tell these kids, you know, time out, stop. This is, this is you know, adult, adult time. But we see Jesus say, no, absolutely not. Let the little children come to me. Don't stop them. And so if I was a disciple in this uh, event, I would sit there and be like, all right, dude, whatever. Like, this is, this is your funeral that you're writing. You don't know what you're about to get yourself into. Go, go do you, man. But there's a beauty to it in Jesus opening up to the youngest and the smallest of people. And as Jesus talks about how the kingdom of God belonging to the youngest of people, these kids, I sit there and I think, why does it belong to them? They're still learning things. Like, I don't really know what you're talking about, dude. Like, what's going on? But kids... Kids have a uh, wonderful trait that we as an adult, we just, we lose inevitably. Um, I can remember being a child and thinking to myself, one, that I was older than I was and that I, you know, I could act like an adult, right? You know, being in elementary school, thinking that you knew everything that was going on in the world, but... As I've gotten older, I've realized, first off, I did not know everything that I thought I did in elementary school. But I want to go back to those moments. I want to go back to those moments because the way that I viewed the world then is very different than the way I view the world now. And part of that, you know, becomes uh, as we get older, we... uh, sometimes watch the news and and I'm a I'm a big believer that you know there's usually nothing good on the news it just is all sad you know heart-wrenching stories a lot of times but our eyes are kind of open to some of the negative that's going on in our world when as as children we have this naiveness 
about it ourselves and about the world, you know. Kids are so great at making friends compared to adults. Even if it's somebody who uh, thinks differently, somebody who uh, maybe looks differently, is from a different area of the world, um, roots for a different football team, whatever the difference may be, they do such an amazing job loving one another, being in community with one another, and being friends and kind. Where as adults, and, and I know that I am just as at fault when somebody disagrees or thinks differently. Sometimes we argue and we, you know, we'll write people off. Thank goodness, I'll say this, thank goodness I didn't write off my wife for being an Auburn fan because yeah, I've noticed that that was a good decision. She's great. <laughs> but as a, as a college and seminary student, in my head I said I would not marry someone who rooted for that team, right? So I did that very thing that as kids we get over, right? Because we are naive. We think the world is such a beautiful place as it is, right? We, don't, we aren't consumed in seeing the negative that we do as we get older. And I really think that that's where Jesus is getting at. Where Jesus is saying, you know, the kingdom belongs to those who come as a child. Because as children, and the, the ones who are younger in that naiveness, in that wonderful, joyous time, they see, we have seen, what the kingdom of God truly looks like and we lose sight of it as we begin to see the darkness in the world. We, we lose sight of the positive. So, while Jesus is saying this, he's not talking about the literal youngest being, you know, the ones who the kingdom belongs to. He's telling us all to look for God's kingdom and to see the kingdom as a child does. Because a child sees the fullness of God's kingdom way better than I do. Way better than most of us do. One of the beautiful parts of being in a church uh, and in a community where I get to interact with kids on a normal basis is when you're going through a tough day, whatever it may be, and all of a sudden a child says something that's very profound and makes you rethink the perspective of what you're going through. Helps you in that moment turn from seeing the hardships to giving thanks for the beauty that is also surrounding you. And I catch myself in that, that paradigm, that situation all the time where it, it 
things aren't going well from the perspective that I see in my head and, and some younger person than myself says something so profound and, and not necessarily because they're trying to be this knowledgeable, profound person, but because they see the fullness of the beauty around them better than I do. And I'm like, wow. I just got schooled by a four-year-old. It's a beautiful thing. And that's what Jesus is trying to help us get back to. Getting back to seeing that fullness. Getting back to seeing the beauty that is around us. Getting back to that naiveness. And not in a way where we think everything's perfect because we know that it's not and and I think that that children know that it's not but to find the joyous moments to continue to work towards the happy parts and the the beautiful parts of life rather than being consumed with the negative being consumed with the darkness being weighed down by that which burdens us. Because kids are also resilient. When things go wrong, they do a better job of figuring out how to make it through. And so I pray, I pray that we all get back to being children once again. Because ultimately, we are children. We are God's children. And for us to see the fullness of God's kingdom again in ways that we have in the past. And knowing the beauty that is around us even when things aren't going well. Let us pray. Almighty and gracious God, Lord, uh, we just thank you. We thank you for Christ who said, let the children come because it's the attitude the naiveness, the, the joyful smiles as children that we need to continue to have in our own lives so that we can continue to see and know the fullness of your kingdom. So, Lord, open our eyes, open our hearts, so that we may see the beauty, the beauty that you have put before us that continues to surround us in every moment. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen.